Hello and welcome to the M&M podcast. I am Emma. And I am Mizzy. So today's podcast, what are we actually doing, Mizzy? Because this is your um, yeah. idea. So you talk us through. So technically it wasn't my idea. I just stole it from the Blossoms podcast. So I will give credit. You mean was inspired, inspired by, by yeah. full credit given to Don't Sue Us. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we're basically going to do a... Like a Mr. and Mrs. type thing. So my housemate Bronte is going to come on and ask us some questions. Um, some like quick fire things, some more in-depth things. See how well we know each other, which might be very little, honestly. Yeah, I was thinking about this and I don't know how good I'll actually be. Because like every time I go see you, my mum's like, oh, what did you talk about with Missy? Like, what's she doing with the job? Bloody, bloody, blah. And I'm like... I don't know. We didn't talk about any of that. Like, I couldn't tell you what we talked about, but I saw her for about four hours. Um, and she's good. Like, <laughs> I was like, how did it not come up, all the, like, logistics of life? And I'm like, well. Tracy's just there like, oh, they just meet up and sit in silence. <laughs> well, <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see how it goes. I'm not yeah. great. I'm not a good, like, thinker on the spot either so <laughs> it's probably not a good thinker full stop not a great podcast idea but this could be like the reveal all we pretend to be bffs but actually we know shit all yeah. about each other but who knows only <laughs> can't wait tell. to find out <laughs> <laughs> but before then we are going to be doing what we've been watching and that Oh, right, can I go first on this one? I suppose so. <laughs> <laughs> because I've I've got something that I think you're really going to be pretty chuffed about that I'm, that I'm watching. Mm, I do like being chuffed. <laughs> <laughs> Why did that sound so wrong? <laughs> do you know, you, you describe other people as chuffed, but have you ever gone to one real chuffed right now? <laughs> I haven't. Maybe try and slip it into conversation over the next week. <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> um, okay, so I finally, like probably about five, six years after you've asked me to watch it, have started watching... <laughs> this could be anything. <laughs> yeah. Gilmore Girls. <gasps> when you're out on the road. Yeah. I love it ever. <laughs> From the first I second, know. I was like, do you know how I describe it? This actually sounds a bit pretentious and knobby, but it, it reminds me <laughs> of a warm, no, a hot cup of cinnamon chai <laughs> with oat milk. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, Honestly, that maybe is the, the truest description <laughs> of the show. It definitely has cinnamon vibes, yeah. huge autumnal vibes. Yeah. And yeah, the oat latte feels right, like oat milk vibes. Yeah, wholesome, yeah. delicious, comforting. <laughs> it's so good. I just, I love it. Well, the thing is, objectively, it's not good, but... What do you mean? Like, really, it's kind of just like, sir, sir. What? But it's fabulous for all the reasons that aren't really storytelling and quality TV, I would suggest. I said, I, I'm like it's stunned so offended. by this. What? <laughs> it's I think everything it's I fun want in a TV show. For the aesthetic vibes. I like the storylines. I like the way they speak to each other. I love Rory. Yeah. They sound like they have, you know, like old TV voices. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I that accent. So. Dean, mm. the person that Rory fancies, and when he on like the mm. first season, how it sounds literally like he comes from a nineteen fifties movie. It's a bit jolting to watch, to be honest. But I, I also that. like that. Do you know? I feel bad after saying that. Maybe I'm just conditioned to think that anything that isn't highbrow isn't good. Mm. Because I I really enjoy yeah, it. I, I it, think they talk um, really like real. <laughs> so real, real vibes. I mean. I've never met anyone who talks the way Lorelai does. I like, don't know. Like the conversation. A thousand words a minute. Yeah. I with reference upon reference from 
various decades of pop culture, but <laughs> I loved that for Lorelai, and if I could, I would. Yeah. Okay, it's what um, I aspire my conversations to be like then. It's what I think they not- go like in my head. <laughs> I'm not hugely into the whole Y2K thing, but I do think pretty much everything Lorelai wears is yeah. perfection, especially when she gets into them summer dresses. I've not seen Chef's her kiss. in a summer dress yet. I've been oh. in autumn. Kids. Get ready for that. <laughs> they do come out of autumn, surprisingly, because <laughs> it feels like perpetual autumn. <laughs> well, the best is yet to come because if I can say one thing and one thing only, it's Jess. Yes. Male or female? Male. He's a love interest. For? Not just to Rory, but to the collective fandom. Oh. Oh, boy, oh boy. And that... So Dean does not stay? Or does... I don't... I'm not saying anything. Is that what you're implying? Right. (laughs) What? I'm saying there's going to be a lot of shapes involved, but oh. the guy who plays Jess, Milo Ventablum, well, no you just idea. massacred that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, he's in This Is Us, and he is like forty, getting on for fifty. And hell, is that man still fine? Yes. <laughs> so, Gilmore Girls also ages very well. Okay, I have two things that spring into mind. The first one, I'm not going to say it was good as such, but I sort of loved the whole experience of watching it. Mm. And it is Death Becomes Her. I mean, it's just come on, well, not just come on Netflix, but more recently. It's um, a film and it's Meryl Streep and I'm going to have to look up her name because she's very famous, but I just don't really know her. Um... Yeah, it's Goldie uh, Hawn. Yeah. Hawn? It's like <laughs> fawn, Hawn. That's tricky. So, I thought the film as a whole got a bit laborious. However, it was very much that, like, my vibe. Like, funny, creepy vibes, which I adore. And then it was also, like, aesthetically just somewhat even jarring, but very, like this is a thing going on right now. And I just sort of enjoyed it for the spectacle aspect of it. There was some very like over the top acting from everyone involved. It was very bizarre, gave me a bit Hitchcockian <laughs> vibes. And I was like, I love that. we know, <laughs> Emma's all about that. <laughs> but I don't know, It was. I haven't watched a film in ages where I've been like, you know, when you feel like you can see the whole color palette and it feels like a mood board. It's like, mm. It feels inherently creative and different. And I was like, I feel pretty, I feel inspired after this. Even though I don't think the film was actually that good, but it also was. Okay. That makes it. So as a experience of inspiration and aesthetic pleasingness, I would watch it. It was just yeah. a sort of a break from the norm. I don't know. It just felt like a bit of a Gives you a thing. respect for the craft. Yeah, which sounds like I really didn't like it as well and didn't enjoy it because I did. I just found it got a bit boring sort of thing. But I don't know. I just feel like it was. it's different than stuff at the moment, even like things that I think are good. I think sometimes you need something that is like, yeah, to get your brain <laughs> working. A bit like, <laughs> I can't describe what I'm saying, but it's like, a shock to the system is what I needed, and that's what that film was. I, I think I'm going to watch that. I need a shock to the system. I haven't watched a film in ages, actually. It's just been TV series. Yeah, I'm finding it hard to watch films. I think also because a lot of... I don't really watch DVDs and stuff much anymore. Mm. Or TV. So I'm just like, what's on Netflix? I've already seen yeah. all of those. All the new ones are... not great or whatever so it's nice that it, it was kind of nice because a lot of the new ones that come on are like it's not always like older ones and stuff especially older ones you haven't seen before so that was quite cool yeah so yeah um 
Did you say that you'd started watching Shit's Creek? Yeah, I watched like season one, all of it to be fair, and then I've stopped because sometimes I do stuff like that. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> um, sorry, not sorry. Well, I've been watching it. Um, I think I've watched two seasons of it now. I wasn't. It, I actually didn't know what it was about at all. I just knew that it won a lot of awards and everybody was like, ha, 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 it's so mm. funny. Um, ha, ha, ha. So I was a bit like, at first I was like, mm, what? not what I expected, wasn't sure, but I fucking love it now. Like, I love, mm. I love that it's written by the dad and the son. And yeah. that they're dad and son in real life. And mm. you can see it in the eyebrows. <laughs> it's evident. Yeah. Um, thick two C's and it's like pretty I don't I don't know don't even know how to describe it but it is hilarious and I just I, I Alexis going oh my god ew David ew <laughs> ew David <laughs> just like seared into my brain it's so funny though <laughs> uh, yeah she's good do you think it gets funnier after season one yeah though? yeah but, but I, I think I... you get like you're a bit sort of you want to reject the characters to begin with because you're you're like ew ew <laughs> ew David ew Alexis <laughs> all of them <laughs> but I think I they... liked Moira from pretty much day one I've got to say that and I can feel like her character can only get yeah better surely she's such a weird voice if you notice so <laughs> I cannot do an impression yeah, it's no. fabulous though <laughs> yeah. I think you just, you really grow to love the character. I love David the best, I think. He's super judgy, but like, you can tell that he's a big <laughs> softball inside. <laughs> mm. Hard exterior soft inside. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe I'll have to get back on that. Um, to be fair, I'm nearly finished Superstore, so maybe it's time to yeah, put get that on that. <laughs> I actually love it. I'm not going to lie. I mean, that, that came out funny. Not going to lie. <laughs> Um, I'm going to tell you what I watched on Sunday night and you're going to love it. Can't wait. You're going to be chuffed. Um, Can't wait to be chuffed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could definitely use that as like a euphemism. Yeah. <laughs> okay, anyway. I watched Miss Americana, <gasps> the Taylor Swift documentary. Oh my God. It's so freaking good. <laughs> I, I to be fair, for one, it's just a really well done documentary. Like it's got really good like narrative. Mm. Oh, like for you feel excited to follow the journey. Yeah, it's draws you in. Impeccably done. Um, but mad respect for Taylor. Yeah after watching that that girl is i think it was it was good like twofold like one just like really interesting to get the behind the scenes um of like the creative process and how much like how she's like changed throughout all this but then secondly and pro- the biggest thing really in all of it is just like the public i don't like being a public figure and what it, that is like and I don't know. I think because prob- because she is someone who has spent so much time in tabloids and stuff like that, being able to look behind that curtain was really, like, mm. interesting. Uh, kind of like the Meghan Markle thing, I suppose, just to hear yeah. an alternative side, a side that isn't being, like... Because obviously each side is going to be biased because they're both trying to sell in image and mm. I suppose essentially you can never really get to the truth although I think most of the time you get a pretty good idea that like the tabloid is obviously always so like this sensational dramatized sensationalized thing whereas it's like a step back and looking at like yes their side which it, it does always become this two-sided thing but it is a lot more like I don't know, like, it's, mellow and, like... <laughs> it's nice to be reminded that they're a person. Like, they're just, a, yeah. like, anybody. But especially in that, you see her, like, in her house and, like, in her pyjamas and stuff. And, in, and mm. you kind of get, like, an idea of 
sometimes it's really weird that you need those things to actually remind the public that they are just a person yeah and sometimes that is needed it was crazy as well like they went through timeline in age and just to think how young she was Mm. at different points and like it went all into the whole Kanye thing at the was it the MTV video award boil that situation she was 19 when he did that to her and like you could just see her stood up there like oh my what's going on yeah. Can you imagine that happening? And I think I would honestly, die on the spot. after watching that, it wasn't a hate campaign for Kanye West, but honestly, after watching that, I have zero respect for that man. Because there's like clips from his concert where he gets them to chant, like, fuck <coughs> Taylor Swift and stuff like that. Imagine like having a hate for mm. a woman who has done nothing to you and all she did. No, you instigated a issue with her and then just continued to perpetuate it when he was so much older than her the whole time. Also, like, so childish. Everybody has their opinions about who should have won what. Nobody has mm. ever said it publicly at the thing, but it's also like, did Beyonce was so embarrassed when he did that yeah. and then got her up to finish her speech when she won something else. And just of the kind of like, annoying like sexism aspect of that's involved there where he's speaking for Beyonce thinking that's what she would want and I'm like yeah. Beyonce can say whatever the fuck she wants like yeah. she didn't she didn't care like and she did not want Damn you to straight. do that for her and who are you to even think that she would want have wanted that yeah. it's awful like ugh. <laughs> yeah because not only was it her as like a public fate like a public figure but also like you, it just shows like the constant patriarchy basically and how that is women are never like they're always at a disadvantage in everything but like especially as a public facing person like the, there were so many things that were picked on about her and like absolutely annihilated basically mm. and which they would never have been for a man and it was just like very yeah insightful and but also very inspiring because she's a hard-working lady yeah and she does so much of her records and stuff like she's so oh yeah involved in all aspects like the business side of it as well like yeah there aren't many musicians that do that Mm. she's got a lot of talents it went into as well you know, when she sort of came out politically, mm. it was just like a shift. She went all or nothing and it went like into that and how sort of it was like risky for a career, but then also how she was been perceived before then as very like say yes to things. And like there was clips from all talk show things when like people were commending on commending her for being like non-political and she's like sort of like nodding like this and then she's looking back at them like, I just wanted to please everyone, but like, what the fuck sort of thing? Mm. And it's just really, it's it's it sort of reminded me almost. You can see preemptively how like folklore and Evermore were going to come about because of like the state of mind she was sort of in filming this. It's very like reflective and this. It's sort of weird because she's very reflective and aware of what she wishes she did or didn't or like you know, the growth, whatever, but everything she has done before this point Mm. is also on camera, pretty much. So she's also got to live with how people have seen her before and how maybe she feels she is now. And it's all... Just it was really great, (laughs) basically. And if I thought I couldn't love Taylor more, I was wrong. Your love for Taylor will last forever more. It will. Forever more. (laughs) Uh, sobbing <laughs> I'm so um, happy that you like love Taylor Swift as much as I do now <laughs> it's funny because I, I say I love Taylor Swift and I really do like I listen to well the Everlaw playlist mm. all the time mm. maybe every day but I don't listen to much of the old stuff to be honest I mean, and I'm sorry about that I don't really but... listen to much of that now but I have listened to the new Harry 
recording of Fearless because Fearless was my favourite album when I was younger and it is great. Yeah, well, everyone's bumming over that, so maybe I need to listen to that and have some feelings, I guess. I think you'd like Red, that album, I'm going to say. I do like, I knew you were trouble uh, when yeah. you walked in. Especially um, the goat version. <laughs> yes. And I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. 22 yeah. <laughs> which I did play on my 22nd birthday because... Yes, tradition. There was nothing else to do because we are in lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> Just that all day. <laughs> okay, so we are now joined by my housemate, Bronte. Hello. <laughs> who is gonna ask me and Emma the Mr. and Mrs. questions? She's prepared the questions, so we don't know what they are. Mm-hmm. I'm so. very excited to hear your answers. Like, there's some that I know from you, but I won't know Emma's. Yeah. So, okay. Right. So, <laughs> we're, I've got some longer questions, and then at the end, we're gonna do some quick fire questions. Okay, fun. Okay. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> so, I'm gonna start with an easy one. It should be easy. Mizzy, what is Emma's birthday? The 28th of January. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, yes. you look like it wasn't right. Is Emma looking like that? Because she knows what's next. <laughs> yeah, because Emma. she always gets it fucking wrong. So. <laughs> Do you know, I always get your birthday wrong as well. Yeah. <laughs> Emma, what is Mizzy's birthday? Okay, I'm going to hopefully get it right on the podcast. It is the... 22nd of December 1998. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't even tell you if that every, was correct. <laughs> every year I forget Mizzy's birthday. But no, I don't forget it. I think it's a day later, so I just never say happy birthday. And then halfway through the day I go, oh my God, I'm not saying happy birthday. <laughs> Weirdly, I always think it's the 23rd as well. Yeah, I don't what know. What is that about? Something about you that screams 23. (laughs) We're on like Shannon's Facebook going, happy birthday on the 22nd. And you just like, nothing. (laughs) That's how twins work. You wish her twin brother happy birthday. You don't wish the twin that you know. (laughs) We just decided that we really wanted to have our own day. And so (laughs) Shannon got the 22nd. I was slumped with the 23rd. That's what... This is all about. Oh, deep resentment. <laughs> we'll move on. We'll move on. <laughs> okay. Right. What are each other's middle names? Oh, I know yours. <laughs> Erin Isis. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not happy that that has been announced on the podcast. To be honest. <laughs> Thanks, mum. Unforgettable. <laughs> I actually don't know. I feel like it's Louise. <laughs> because they always are. <laughs> That's a solid guess anyway for anyone born like exactly ninety eight ninety nine. Was it right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well done. Well done. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Mizzy. If Emma could take one thing to a desert island, what would it be? Oh, let me think. <laughs> <laughs> Mizzy, nothing. Huh? <laughs> You're right, nothing. That's your answer, right? Let me make it easier for you. Something that would entertain you. So I'm not talking like water bottles. <laughs> My hydro flask. Okay, I'm going to say maybe, I mean, she ever hasn't thought of it. So I feel like if you say it and it feels right, I'll say yes. I've got two. Either your, my initial one I was going to say guitar. And then the second one I was going to say your ebook, but it depends if you could get Wi Fi. So. <laughs> In this hypothetical scenario, you do get Wi Fi. Okay, then the ebook, I think. Yeah, I think so. I think there's a lot of things I would take, so that's quite a hard one. I'm not sure I would take my guitar because I think I'd lose my mind because <laughs> I wouldn't be able to, like, the chords I know form about one song, so I just want to die. Like it could be also used as a weapon if needs be, so it's quite multifunctional. Okay. <laughs> well, I feel like you're right, but I also don't think I have an answer to that. My thought was maybe so I'm, you might also be wrong, but this is because you probably haven't seen me in ages. It's probably my journal because that is strapped yeah. to my heart, and Aww. I'm always in that thing. 
So he's Bronte. <laughs> Not yeah. in your journal. Not in your journal. <laughs> Relax, <laughs> <but> it's okay. <laughs> Get out of there, Bronte. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got the um, both these questions. <laughs> 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 would so what, oh God, Emma, know. what would Mizzy's Desert Island pick be? I'm thinking this is the first thing that came to mind. Is record player. That's what I was thinking, but I was like, where am I going to plug it in? <laughs> <laughs> and she's not allowed any records either. Yeah, so. <laughs> and that too. I was like, only if I can bring the collection. So <laughs> She'll be etching one out with <laughs> I don't think we're going to end up on a desert island. So I think this is a lot of hypothetical. Yeah. So run with it, Mizzy. Follow <laughs> through, as it were. Um, <laughs> but I think it would be your record player because you're like, as much as like film and TV and stuff, I think without music, who would you be? True. But actually, now that you've said that, though, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would be a really good idea to bring a camera to that situation. Make a documentary out of it. And what, rewatch the clips you filmed as entertainment? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm imagining that I get off the desert island one day. Maybe yeah. I could like put it in like a bottle, float it away. <laughs> <laughs> then people will find me. A massive like litre cook. <laughs> <laughs> Waterproof. There's no way the water's going to get in that camera. Uh. So it's sort of right for me. To be honest with you, I think you were wrong. (laughs) I thought you'd say iPod or like your phone. I don't have an iPod. No, but you play music on your phone, don't you? My iPod Nano. (laughs) I feel like you can't say phone because yeah, that would you can't bring a phone to a desert island. I don't think I'd want my phone. If there's anything I could get rid of forcibly, it would be my phone. Like I'm stranded. I don't need a ring anymore. They all think I'm dead. Exactly. When you do need to ring someone, actually, ever. We're under the assumption that everyone thinks you're dead. Exactly. So you need to bring them to inform them that you're. Yeah, maybe. Not so. Tracy's not going to be very happy when she listens to this. She said, so you'll tell me if you got stranded on a desert island, you won't ring. <laughs> this has gone really deep. Wow. <laughs> right, next question. Next question. So, Mizzy, what is Emma's favourite time of year? And I mean this in terms of holidays. As in seasons. Se- as in like <laughs> Christmas, Easter, to name a few. Oh, right, so not seasons then. No. Right, mean. oh, okay. Holidays. Well, if it was seasons, I would say summer. <laughs> that, that, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, holiday? You're, you're not a big Christmas fan. Yeah, I'm middling on Christmas. It's what it is, isn't it? <laughs> not really a big holiday person, I think. I feel like I have an answer, but it's a loophole. Maybe. Do you have a favourite holiday? I'm just thinking like a good bank holiday. So maybe yeah. Easter for the four day weekend. But yeah. that's dependent on if there's good weather. And if there's good people out. <laughs> yeah. If there was a sesh holiday, then yes. <laughs> that is Easter bank holiday. Yeah, that yeah. Easter bank holiday. <laughs> That is okay. Okay, Emma, what is Mizzy's favourite holiday season? Well, for the for the winter vibes, I think I'm just going to have to go Christmas. I suppose your birthday's near there. I'm not, <laughs> not sure you're buzzing over Christmas, especially, but that'll be, that'll be my... That is weird, yeah, I can't really... I do like Christmas, yeah, so I suppose it would be... Yeah, I can't think of any others, so... Like, you're a bit of a winter gal, aren't you? I am quite good at Halloween, though. Yeah, well, I was thinking that. I was like, does she like a bit of spookiness? Yeah. Who doesn't? I don't really go Halloween. I'm excited about Halloween this year. Yeah. I'm excited about Halloween every year. Give me my <laughs> favourite holiday. Uh, I've just discovered. Right. I like Halloween, but I never do anything. I'm like, I like the vibes. Like, spook- spooky's cute. Though. Like, I get really scared on Halloween, because sometimes people go too far with the costumes too realistic and it freaks me out is it actually yeah (laughs) well actually i'm thinking of one specific time where it wasn't halloween and i was walking down the road and a guy dressed up as joker 
Uh, like, yeah. in, it, it was incredible. Like, it could have been him. And I just looked up and he was there and I literally went... <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> I think he must have seen and been like, oh, God, what's wrong with you? But I'm just thinking of that time. I get scared, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Christmas is Bronte's favourite time of year. So that yeah. was your favourite holiday. Happy, joyous. <laughs> no being scared. <laughs> Can you hear us okay, Em? Yeah, I was just trying to think, isn't there a scary Christmas film? Oh, Corpse Nightmare Clown? Before Christmas. Oh, Christmas yeah, yeah, yeah. Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> it's called, like, Crunkus or something. Krampus. Yeah. It's got Adam Scott in it. Has it? Because mm. Krampus is, like, a German or some kind of Scandi, um, like, legend. German or Scandi. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> Germanic. Disrespect like the whole of you. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's like this big weird monster that comes out of the forest and like takes people, I think. It's actually oh. pretty scary. <laughs> I'm scared of things we've established. <laughs> what a big scary guy. Oh. No, I'm with you, Bronte. I don't want to be in Krampus's vicinity. I don't feel like the right name. Krampus as well as a weird, horrible name, isn't it? Cramp. Krampus. <laughs> Got some stories about that. <laughs> oh, <don't. laughs> um, right, we're moving, moving on. on. We're moving on. Okay. If Emma could meet one celebrity dead or alive, who would it be? Harry Styles. <laughs> <laughs> That's the exact image that just popped into my head. <laughs> Very nice. That was easy. Yeah. Is it going to be as easy for you, Emma, though? Because I was trying to think, and I couldn't think of one <laughs> in particular for Mizzy. I think Harry Styles would be a good one. <laughs> Maybe Taylor Swift, after our conversation. Dead or alive, though? Who do you love who's dead? Well, there's one person who came to mind, but I don't know if you'll pick them, shall I just say. Mm, I don't know. If you say, will I go... Oh, will I be like, who the hell is that? It's not going to be Owain, is it? <laughs> we, we never... <laughs> He's not dead. <laughs> the weatherman from hometown is who she would be. <laughs> to be fair, he just seems like a right laugh. Um, no, Jeff Buckley... I'd really ah, like to meet him. Nice. Mm. Also, because I'm a bit in love with him, so who isn't? Somehow, I'd keep him alive. <laughs> we would be together. <laughs> that sounds weird. <laughs> okay. All right, Rizzo. I think there's a name for that. But... You know, you said Harry Styles. We've had this conversation before about the fact that I say I'd love to meet Harry Styles, but I don't think I physically could do it. So, in theory, yes. But in reality, absolutely not. <laughs> Being tatters. <laughs> so this takes us nicely on to my next question. Mm. Who is each other's weird celebrity crush? Ah, you love a fucking weird I celebrity crush. I do love crush. a weird celebrity crush, so I'm judging you hard, Weird. Who's... I got two in mind for you, Mizzy. I can't even think who. One that is, like, notorious... Newtorious. 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 <laughs> Newtorious. Yeah. Notorious. For being a weird celebrity crush. We've had many a conversation. It's... Wow. <laughs> no bells. Okay. Um, I don't know who y'all do. I've got one obvious one for me, I think. We might be thinking of the same one, Emma. The only one I can think of for you... <laughs> Which is only weird because of his age. It's like Jeremy Corbyn or something. <laughs> Fancy it. <laughs> Would I marry him? Yes. <laughs> I can't think of a celebrity crush. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, um, <laughs> you could wear like matching little Baker Boy hats, you know. <laughs> Maybe a Do you know what? I'll take that. <laughs> Literally nothing springing to mind. As far as old men go, I think Jeremy's quite... <laughs> I don't know. Fit. <laughs> well, I can't think for you at all. I can only think of the, like, 
your normal crushes. Yeah, I feel like a lot of them go into weird though, don't they? But one, that, it's not really that weird, but that I can think of because I know you're obsessed with him. Is Andy Samba? Yeah, well, that's what I'm thinking. But I think the fact that anyone calls it weird is kind of mean. <laughs> I was actually watching this thing. They were like, "Is this person like unattract? Uh, no, unconventionally attractive, or just yeah. Jewish?" And I was like, "Oh, what? Or just Jewish?" This was on TikTok. It was like a video, and they're like, "All these people that are claiming it un- unconventionally attractive just have Jewish features." Oh my god! So it's not. It's oh just like not, well, one of them does. I just thought who? Yeah. Of. It's just like not a Westernized version of, or like a Christian version, I guess, of what beauty standards are. But essentially, they are very hot. <laughs> I think in the in the mainstream media, people use that, like like you said, the Adam Sandberg or Andy 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 Sandberg, but also <laughs> oh, I'm getting confused. Adam Driver. Yeah, Is it, yeah, that's Adam Driver. Yeah. <laughs> just for everyone listening, uh, Emma just did a, with that. a proper weird wink. I wish we could have gifted that. That was amazing. Um, but one that we mentioned earlier today, Josh from Wolf Alice. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, I don't actually know what they all look like in Wolf Alice, to be honest, except from the main lady. <laughs> I forget what she's called. <laughs> look oh, it good. up. Joff, yeah. Joff. Joff also because his name is weird. Joff. Joff. I think I, I would recognise him. I think any any person from a band ever is... Sorry, what? People in bands are just hot, aren't they? Yeah. Actually, yeah. don't take that as a rule. Don't take that as a rule of thumb. <laughs> anyway, uh... You've got to have a weirder crush than Andy Samberg, though. Like, yeah, I think that's legit. I don't think that's weird. I don't think I really do. Like, in terms of age, or like, I'm big. You and McGregor. He's a bit older, isn't he? But he's yeah. he's hot, isn't he? I think we need yeah. to out your weird, some of your weird. Crushes, I don't know. If we do. Yeah, <laughs> let's I, out them. Right Several. Now. Right. Listen, right. What's the guy from John Corbett? What's his name? <sighs> Right. I want to make this clear that my crush <laughs> on Stephen Graham. Stephen Graham. Right. I can't explain this one. And it's not. <laughs> I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> this is going out to millions of people. Millions. Oh. From. He's in Peaky Blinders. Is he? He is, actually. Yeah, he plays. Is he playing the Billy Boys? No. No. Oh, God, no. I think he is, but I can't remember what else. He's in. He's a staple of British television. Yeah, I've looked yeah. him up. I know you mean. Right. I'm right. not feeling that <laughs> one. All right. No, I want to make it clear. This is not like a sexual crush. It's just <laughs> something about this person. These people. Right. I'm not saying that. <laughs> the others are worse. Yeah, that was like entry level. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I get it from a perspective of like in some of the roles that he acts in. Has very strong yeah. personality, and that could be attractive sometimes. Very, very powerful. Powerful. Do you know what? I remember watching, there was a BBC drama called The Capture that came out last year, and I was watching it with my parents, and Ron Perlman was in it. Do you know who that is? No. Well, Perlman. don't don't Google, don't Google that. <laughs> um, but I, I went, oh, is he a bit... Like, my dad just went, no, Bronte, he's just powerful. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Your dad absolutely wrecked you there. That's so funny. And I was like, oh, okay then. Has he got quite a wide face? Huh? Has he got quite a square face and grey hair? He's got white hair. Honey. I can't explain it. Once again, it's not sexual, but it is just a power thing. I don't know. I, I, I was watching a... It, it, no, this was in um, the Sentimental in the City podcast. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just yeah. watching the face. <laughs> <laughs> His face is like carved like a rock. <laughs> he, do, he looks aged. Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. When I look at these pictures, I'm not like, oh he my does God. have but... a powerful looking face. Though. Like, yeah, is... I can't. I, I'm not it... like in love with him, but 
<laughs> it's nothing like I'd want to see their face often. Before, when you said it wasn't a sexual crush, I think that might be a sexual no, crush. No, I... No. Is no. it more that you don't want to be with him, but you'd want to be him? Oh. That maybe. <laughs> this is the thing they were talking yeah. about in Sentimental in the City. It's like, are you attracted to the power and sort of the personality of them and you would like to be them? Yeah. And you're like, I want what they are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, don't, I think often, like, when, like, I, you know, like, as women, you can look at other women and be like, oh, my God, she's so beautiful. You don't really, you don't, it's nothing sexual. You just kind of want to, do you know what I mean? Like, as a woman, you could like recognize I can admire beauty in other women, kind of, because you kind of want what they have. Yeah. Maybe it's sort of like admiration, but we're always sort of said, well, if you're attracted to men, then if you admire them, you're attracted to them or something. Like, it's a weird, like, yeah. hard to distinguish. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But there's not many men I admire. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay. Right, next question. Next question. Um, so, <laughs> I didn't think this one through because I'm good. <laughs> this question is, what is each other's eye colour? But you can obviously see. <laughs> but from memory, Emma's eye colour is green. Missy's eye colour is blue. <laughs> are they blue? Yes. Yeah, they are. I'm just checking, just checking. <laughs> I knew they were blue, obviously. Right. Does it sound like it? Uh-huh. <laughs> will attest the thing is everyone always asks what? I will attest for myself because Bronte can't really check through the camera they look brown from here but I think that's just the light yeah you can't tell what your eye colour looks like they look grey from here black little holes from here don't they (laughs) beady little (laughs) eyes heading into the abyss through these but they are green which is only 2% of the world's population has green eyes the rarest eye colour very nice. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Anything about me that is slightly original. <laughs> Emma, what's the best present Mizzy's ever bought you? Oh, this is going to take some thinking out because Mizzy always buys me good presents. Um, I don't think a single present I've ever bought you now. <laughs> the first one that's springing to mind is the most recent one you got me. Which is the T-shirt of Harry Styles, including a quite crude quotation from me specifically. So it's Harry Styles with his banana, and it says "to be that banana" because I did say that. Um, and yes, it is objectifying Harry Styles, but we also also respect him as a talented artist and human being. But also, yes, there is a sexual element there, and it's fairly pungent. I feel like he set himself up there. For that. <laughs> Oh yeah, he knew that. He's trying to. Uh, <laughs> he's trying to be objectified. <laughs> yeah, he wants you to objectify them. <laughs> on a shit out of him. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm just covering my bases. I actually wondered when you opened that. Did your parents see it, and did they have questions? No, I think I opened it on my own actually because it came from the purse a bit later. But I did check to my mum and she was like, "What?" And I was like, "Ah, oh, it's just a funny." She was like, "I don't get it," and I was like, "You don't need to." <laughs> no, I do. I get it a lot. <laughs> In front of them. <laughs> okay, Mizzy, what's the best present Emma's ever bought you? Right. The thing that immediately came to mind was you once got me a big box of Yorkshire tea, right? which in some ways sounds a bit shit, but it was the perfect present. I half remember doing this, but not really. I remember being in the car when you gave it to me outside the house. You know, we sit in your car outside my house after the cinema. Aww. A post-cinema Yorkshire tea giving. Experience ceremonial tea, (laughs) and because I was going back to uni, which is still in the UK, so I do have access to Yorkshire tea, but not directly from God's own country. So, I would that probably was my favorite present. I think I got you a disposable camera as well, but like the Yorkshire tea was like a little 
Yeah, and actually that probably got me into film photography, so... Look at me, changing your life one day at a time. (laughs) She did good. (laughs) One cup of tea and a disposable camera at a time. (laughs) That's all you need. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. You're welcome. (laughs) Okay, and the last one. Right. If you two had to compare yourselves to a celebrity couple, which one would it be? Ooh. (laughs) That was a good one. Thank you. <laughs> the first um, thing, oh, sorry. The first thing that's springing to mind for me, which we're not quite as funny, but I hope we are like uh, French and Saunders in our comedic pairing. But I don't think it's quite true. You know what? This isn't a celebrity couple. It's a fictional couple. Just count Leslie and Ben from Parks and Rec. I love that. Yeah, I love Leslie that. and Ben. <laughs> Yeah, I was like gonna say that's like perfect. (laughs) No, I think you're correct there. I was telling Bronte that I used to call you Leslie Nope, and that you were saved as my Snapchat name as Leslie Nope. So, oh my god, I haven't had Snapchat for years now. Who was that guy? (laughs) Sorry, sorry, not sorry. Yeah, that's so true. I feel like I have all the best qualities of Leslie, hopefully. Only the best quality. Fingers crossed. <laughs> she only has good qualities. I guess. We were deeply obsessed though, with Parks and Rec for many years. Yeah. Still are. Like it was ubiquitous. <laughs> I think I lived through sixth form thinking like I closed my eyes and I wasn't in film <laughs> studies anymore. I was in the pony. <laughs> council building. <laughs> Lovely. Ben and Leslie, okay. Yeah, that's a good one. That's my last good big question. Right. Should we move on to the quick fires? Quick fire. Ah. Uh-huh. <laughs> ah. Damn it. <laughs> so, if it's you, you say your own name, not me. Right, okay. Um, Third person, got it. Okay. <laughs> right, go. Who wants more children? Lizzie. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we never have baby conversations. <laughs> we only have them about not having them. Yeah, we'll say Lizzie because I'm thinking none right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I'm, the only reason I said me was because I had a, a big family growing up. So I yeah. feel like I want to have a big family. Ten. Not saying that you can't have <laughs> a big family. <laughs> I've dipped it, so. Quick, quick firing, Mizzy. Stop elaborating. <laughs> Who's the better cook? <gasps> <gasps> I think Mizzy. I'm just going to say Mizzy just because I actually haven't had much of your cooking. And it is great what I've had. I think yours is more consistently best. <laughs> I bum off my own cooking, so... <laughs> Who is the messiest? Mizzy. Mizzy. <laughs> Who's the best dancer ever? Ever, yeah. <laughs> but we're both not good. <laughs> no, you are good. I'm terrible. Who spends more time on their phone? Mizzy? Mizzy, probably, yeah. Yeah. Who gets up the earliest? Emma. <laughs> Who's the grumpiest? Ooh. <laughs> Equal parts <laughs> at different times. Yeah. I think that's equal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, very, nice. very diplomatic. Okay, I see. <laughs> Who's the most organised? Emma. Emma. <laughs> Who's the most dramatic? I feel like Mizzy, because I don't ever find myself in drama because nothing's really gone on ever. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I'll say. But I don't think you're dramatic, so it's just... Thanks. Lesser of two evil. (laughs) (laughs) Who is more likely to keep a secret? Emma? Yeah. But not great, also. (laughs) (laughs) We don't really... I think that we're probably fairly good at keeping each other secrets, but of secrets that people tell to us, we would always tell to each yeah. other. Yeah. 
nobody the, tells you secrets because there's a certain amount of people that go past the keeping the secret rule like yeah, yeah. <laughs> so sorry anyone who ever told me anything <laughs> it's not between us <laughs> it's between you and everyone you know <laughs> and the podcast going out into the world now yeah. <laughs> who's more likely to be late Mizzy. Mizzy. To every podcast recording ever. Postponed <laughs> by an hour every time. Not that I'm bitter. <laughs> Who's better at giving presents? I think we're both good at it. I'm going to say you. I'm going to say you. I've lost some ability recently. It's quite tough. It's <laughs> <laughs> currently mourning the loss of my <laughs> present giving skills. <laughs> I don't know if I'll be able to build that up again. But happens to everyone. We'll pray for you. <laughs> <laughs> Who is the best with children? Uh, I don't know. If- I'm gonna say Emma because I work with children more yeah. frequently than you. I, should, I was gonna say I don't know if I reverse that. No, I don't think I'm great, yeah. but I'm in the vicinity of I'm children probably say. more than you. I just don't know what to say to them. Baba booba. Depends <laughs> <laughs> how old they are, doesn't it? Top tip. <laughs> Baba booba. I'll just go up to a kid. Baba booba. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard this is what you like. <laughs> I've heard you speaking. <laughs> Can't wait to have kids. <laughs> I'm hoping I'll be better with them. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the funniest? Uh, I think Evan. I think you are. I think Emma. I'm quite quick. (laughs) Yeah, you are. You are. Uh, That was nice. (laughs) That was quite hurtful, though. (laughs) (laughs) Who is the biggest sulker? Me. (laughs) (laughs) Who's who's the most impulsive? Missy. I mulled over that. (laughs) Who would win at Monopoly? Mizzy. Mizzy, yeah. (laughs) I I don't care about stuff like that enough to be invested. (laughs) Like, if I'm out within five minutes, I'm good. (laughs) Whereas I care about that so much. Yeah. If I don't win, I will sulk for days. Yeah. Who has better taste? In what? Yeah. Uh, in general. We could do a little side segment here. Yeah, uh, do a side segment because I don't think Fashion. That... Mm. I'm going to say Emma. <laughs> you want to say yourself. Say yourself. <laughs> Men. Uh... Celebrity crushes. <laughs> Mizzy, because <laughs> she doesn't say yes to people where I would. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I go with it. She's like, no, absolutely not. Yeah. And okay. food. Food. <laughs> Mizzy introduced me to, like, the gyoza, so it's got to be nice. Yeah. For that reason, that reason. Only. For that reason and that reason only. <laughs> that is a fair enough reason. Yeah, I'll take, take it. That. <laughs> Who gets scared the easiest? Emma. Emma. What do you get scared of? Ghosts or like monsters and stuff. Like not like who gets scared of life, for example. I'm like scared of monsters. Yeah, that's what you Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. Right. Like things that aren't real. Or is I'm scared of life, so <laughs> <laughs> And you make a perfect bed. <laughs> Said Leslie to buy bed. <laughs> <laughs> Who's more laid back? Hmm. I think it depends on the situation. I don't know. I would I, say... I think we could both be equally think, uptight and laid back. We're laid back in different ways. Like, I'm organised, but then I'm, like, very ambivalent about most things. Mm. Don't care. You're a bit more stressy. Yeah. But then... <laughs> and not, like, organised... Like, <laughs> we're just slating you. 
not only are you a stressy, anxiety fuel person, but got absolutely no organisation. I've actually forgotten yes. what the question was. <laughs> like... So what? Well, yeah, what was it? What was it? <laughs> what was the quick fire? Who's not laid back? Uh, probably Emma then. Yeah. Sorry, Missy. <laughs> Who's most proud of where they come from? Emma. I think you like a bit of Yorkshire tea. When you say Mizzy, I think both of us. Yeah. It doesn't... It didn't leave you. We're, we're proud Yorkshire girls. Who is more likely to steal from a hotel room? I'm going to say Mizzy. Yeah, me. Mizzy. <laughs> that's because Tracy would never allow it and that's instilled. <laughs> Who has the worst handwriting? <gasps> you both have quite nice handwriting. Mine's a bit illegible sometimes. Yours is more readable. I think yours just because it's not as like, yeah, readable, but yours is so much more whimsical. Like it's <laughs> actually nicer, but I think mine is better, if that makes if yeah. you were gonna be a teacher. Yeah. But if we're gonna be a whimsical But whose do I prefer? <laughs> Mizzy. Mega whimsical. Yours is better. Emma. No, actually, mine's better. I like my handwriting. I prefer yours. I'm just saying, like, from a point of, like, if I was a teacher, I'd be like, I can read what you're saying, Emma. But saying that, in exams, I used to write, like, well, not like writing. Just, (laughs) it's because my writing takes too long. And I'm like, do you remember when I used to be like, my pieces of paper used to be, like, indented? Because I was like, (laughs) write so hard. Like etching it. You gave me ten hours write anything, and then I get into an exam, and I was like, "Well, I can't keep this up, so it would just be illegible." <laughs> so, my writing at my core is just like a complete mess. I have to really change my whole persona. <laughs> the favorite for it to be, and that's the backstory on my handwriting that nobody needed to know. <laughs> and that is all my questions. Is that all? okay? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> They're a bit basic. No, it was. No, fun. thank you, Bronte. I feel like we've learned things. <laughs> I felt like <laughs> that was a bit, in parts horrible because I was like, I don't want to choose. Yeah. One or the other. Yeah, I thought seven <laughs> would be a bit hard. Sorry. <laughs> what, it's like that thing when people are like, "Would would you prefer like toes for fingers or fingers for toes?" It's like I don't want to answer that. That's what some of them felt like. Too too hard. You definitely want fingers for toes. Yeah, because toes do nothing. So if you had those in your fingers... If you had them in your hands. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Because <laughs> if you had them on your fingers, you just have extra long... You'd have frog hands if you had... Them. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> sorry, it's just... I have no opinion oh, on this, because it's one of those things that I don't... As I said, I'm ambivalent about some things and absolutely questions like that. I think they're ridiculous. Well, well we can stop recording now, I guess. Yes. Okay. A day in the life with Emma and Mizzy. Part nice. Three. Right. Um, we have the same day in the life, mutually coexisting in two separate... That's not well. makes sense. <laughs> I don't know what I got. I caught you drift. Thank you. Um, I feel like this is actually the collective day in the life for the UK nation because it's the biggest thing to have happened to any of us since the twenty. I don't care if you've had a. I'm a right (laughs) Charlotte. If you're listening, (laughs) I don't care if you've been with child, got a new job (laughs) with child. This here is the most exciting thing to happen to all of us. And it is, of course, drum roll. The beer god. Oh. <laughs> Cut out the bag. <laughs> the beer garden's reopening. Which actually said aloud is a little less exciting than you would have thought because it's the beer garden. It's not even the pub. The outside area of outside the pubs locations <laughs> legally are open, legally allowed to be there. Yeah, love that. 
What a world we live in. So I was saying to Emma before we started recording about, so we were supposed to do the podcast the other night and I had to cancel because I was at the pub. Because she loves the sesh. Yeah. <laughs> no, because I couldn't, it just ended up going on longer than I thought I can't do this drunk, the podcast, and it just wouldn't have been good. But it is shocking how easy it is to get drunk. And I have drunk at home. Maybe just not beer. I'm not used to drinking like massive pints of stuff. Sometimes as well, like it's the getting up and like going to the toilet, all the fresh air hitting you Mm. that actually... The experience of being around people, I think, gets you a bit drunk. Yeah. I think you could have been drunk walking in like... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well chuffed. (laughs) And then you... You get like two pints in and then it's just like a slippery slope because you just constantly like more. And also every time I've been, people have brought up shots and I'm like thinking it's a nice afternoon beer garden. And then people are like, shot, shot, shots. And I'm like, obviously they they introduce it when you've had a few. And then obviously you're like, yeah, (laughs) great idea. Yeah, shot, shot, shot. If I hadn't, if this was at the beginning, I would have been like, no. I can't do that. <laughs> and it fucks you up. <laughs> I wasn't prepared. <laughs> but so I look, right, it's like such a weird experience being able to do that again because it's so great and I feel like alive again. But also the hangover and like this, the secondhand embarrassment the next day and you're like, what? I'm thinking about what you are, the way that you are and what things that you do and things that you say and and not to gloss over anxiety anxiety i've heard that and i'm like that feels the correct terminology yeah yeah <laughs> but would i do it again tomorrow yes <laughs> <laughs> are you doing it again tomorrow that's a question no. <laughs> we'll see <laughs> well i didn't have quite the the intense beer garden experience you had i had quite like a reserved Saturday <laughs> afternoon beer garden session. That's cute. Because <laughs> me and Charlotte, we went for food and then we got, there's this amazing place actually in Beverly now that does co- <laughs> <laughs> I wish. No. Um, <laughs> what happened to me then? <laughs> does cocktails that aren't too expensive they're like six fifty, and they are really tasty and come in really nice glasses, which is nice because there are some places in Beverly um, <laughs> that do cocktails that are expensive, are so so, and the glasses are usually a little bit dirty, which really? at the best of times is concerning, but especially during COVID. In Beverly, um, that's a yeah. Shame. I'm not going to name names in case they want to ever give me a free drink. <laughs> I don't want to piss drink. off Beverly. You know. Martini, am I right? Yeah, but not quite <laughs> that. I wish it was. Um, but yeah, so a bit of cocktail action. So <laughs> not quite beer garden. That was a bit posh. But then we headed to the beer garden. Paid for some overpriced beer. Charlotte introduced me to Blue Moon's. Yeah. And they are served with orange. Have you had Delicious. that before? Yes, I have. Mm, very good. And <laughs> mm, very good. And <laughs> they, they're six percent. Did you know that? So I was like, mm, I'm feeling jolly right now. But then we headed home, so it was quite like a laid back one. Mm. But it was getting heaving because everyone wanted. Everyone was loving the sesh. Mm. Um, but I think people are worried a bit about it. But I personally feel unworried about it don't take COVID information from the m&m podcast as gospel because it definitely isn't um yeah but it seems like outside outside you can't have more than six people is fairly on the safe side so pretty so i think it's mm, i think it's a nice way to see people and i would probably be happy for all through summer to do outside stuff really like Mm. I maybe would opt for an outside seat even when May yeah. 17th comes around. Takeaway pints is what I'm here for. I know like you just go to the supermarket and get like, you know, 
a four pack or whatever, but actually going to the pub and getting the pint and taking it to the park, I really mm. like that. A pulled pint is different. Yeah, yeah. And that's just uh, a fact. The first drink I obviously had was a Guinness and it was beautiful. Because <laughs> Guinness in a can is like... disgusting. Well, it's not disgusting, it's just nowhere near as good. Guinness in a pint. I never drink beer from a can, I'm afraid. I'm a bit really? of a... I either get it pulled or I'm on bottles. I'm a, I'm a bit of a lager snob. I only have premium lager. I don't stoop. To. You will not see me with a Fosters. You will not see no, me with a Cause Light. Yeah, but you can get a bud in a can. A I wouldn't bud. have a bud. You wouldn't have a bud. No, I'm Bia Moretti. I'm San Miguel. I'm Peroni. Yeah, to be fair, but... if choice allows it. And now I'm a blue Wait, moon. You would choose Peroni. Yes, I absolutely. Do. My favourite. Can't do a Nuki Brown Ale because it gives me trapped wind. Um, <laughs> but I do like it. Um, but yeah, do love a lager, but it's got to be specifically on a high tier. Mm. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah, I agree. Like a, a Carlsberg, disgusting. Stella, no mm. way. But like a red stripe, acceptable. I feel like these are very in... student drinks, though. I if I was in, in like indie gig of course i'd be drinking a white stripe but red stripe <laughs> red stripe <laughs> what a fake indie gig uh. well anyway we've learned more about each myself. other in this conversation so i'm i'm oh you're ready to answer the question yeah. <laughs> uh, which we've already yes. done <laughs> obviously course, yes. um this was welcome to all recorded editing, in real time everything's real <laughs> brilliant okay eminem consider yourself wrapped <laughs> sorry nice no, i like it um thanks for listening we'll talk to you yeah. in the next one uh, bye <laughs> that was nice